Welcome back to the Cherry Picking Podcast. This is Ziggy. This is Donnie. And Dylan. On today's episode, we will be talking about the tragic passing of Kobe Bryant, as well as giving you know quick thoughts about the Super Bowl that's coming up uh, this Sunday. I know we usually try to stay away from the things that are pervasive and all over media, but you know things like this are so big. We have things we want to talk about that we think maybe not have been talked about in popular media yet. But first, like usual, we have our cheery friends. I don't know. I was thinking about another adjective. Couldn't think of anything off the top. Down at Gotham Escape Room in Philadelphia. We've been there numerous times. We've tried numerous rooms that they have there. And, you know, we're, we're going back until they run out. They are renovating those rooms and improving their rooms uh, even more than there already are. Uh, to make it you know, even more worth our while to go back. Their rooms are extremely well detailed and well constructed. And we've been to other escape rooms around the city, around the East Coast, and you know, we've just been tossed into a room haphazardly, figured out a few puzzles, you know, do a couple things with numbers and then locks and stuff, and we just, you know, kind of escaped pretty easily. Never really left feeling satisfied like we did anything worthwhile. However, the folks at Gotham Escape Room have changed our perspective. Uh, the game masters that run the room are very passionate and seem to really care about their experience, and they call the rooms adventures. Uh, which we think is a perfect description because we are immersed in a different reality and we have to figure out a variety of well-crafted puzzles and tasks to get to the end of the story. They have so many different kinds of rooms to choose from, from horror rooms to thriller rooms to different time periods, uh, like a medieval room to a steampunk mad scientist laboratory to cinematic missions, as well as an adult-themed mafia casino. There's an adventure for everyone. If you use discount code CHERRY, you can get 20% off your next adventure. Go to GothamEscapeRoom.com for more details. That's discount code CHERRY get 20% off your next adventure. Alrighty, now, I mean, this will be the time that we would usually have a drink, right? But we had some miscommunications in terms of who was on duty today. And what ended up happening is nobody brought a drink. I mean, best case scenario, everybody brought a drink. But uh, no, nobody brought a drink. Or we just do the tap water again. We could do, I don't, I don't want to have to yeah. go down that road. So, to fill this little five-minute window that we have, I have something that I'd like to talk about. Um, that doesn't really relate to anything that has happened uh, recently. Well, it is, it is on this recent. So there was the, there's there's a player in the in English football that was a non-league player, meaning soccer that, for all yes, you Americans out there. Meaning that he played down, you know, in the fifth division, sixth division. I don't know exactly what division, but non-league, so he wasn't in the top four divisions. Um, and he, I think it was after a game or in, in, in the evening or somewhere, he got beat to death. Uh, his name was Jordan. I want to find his name just out of respect. I don't remember his last name. But anyway, sorry. Uh, I'll figure out his name in the meantime. He, you know, he passed away and he was a football player. So his family's plan was to get a whole bunch of shirts, uh, you know, from every team he played for and kind of have him there at his funeral. Right. And his, you know, family members, his closer, his brothers, I think, got the idea to say, hey, let's try to contact some uh, some teams in the English football ladder, right? Some bigger teams, some bigger clubs, and see if they'll, they'll be willing to donate a shirt to his funeral um, because, you know, he was a passionate footballer. And, you know, this was just a terrible, terrible thing that happened uh, to him. The outpouring that happened is absolutely incredible that every single team in the you know, English first division, as well as some of the teams in Scotland as well. Um, I believe there's some Irish teams as well uh, that were given, that gave a jersey. But 
all of those teams, that is probably around 100 teams, gave a custom jersey with the guy's number, the dude's last name, send it to the funeral uh, with a picture of like their star player. I know Jordan Henderson from Liverpool sent some over. I just think I just think that's fantastic because this you know this is a dude that didn't even play in the top four divisions. He he played for you know it's like somebody that played for single A and then all of a sudden every other team in the entire you know baseball ladder MLB ladder sends him a jersey in commemoration of him, right? Every other team and this guy was so low in terms of uh, the pyramid. I just think that kind of support is you know outpouring and it does. I think it doesn't have to be somebody. You know, as as iconic as Kobe passing, it's the fact that you know it's that individual's passion for what they're doing, right? And the unfortunate circumstances surrounding how they passed, which just leads to an outpouring of support from people who are also passionate about you know the same thing, right? And that you know transitions into you know the passing of Kobe uh, as well. I mean, we'll we'll be speaking on that in a little bit as well. But before we even get into our three best things, uh, we're gonna have. 24 seconds of silence just to uh, commemorate him. We just want to give our thoughts and prayers to uh, the entire, you know, Brian family, Kobe, Gigi, uh, Vanessa, and and their children, everybody else that was affected from directly knowing him or, or indirectly knowing him or having some sort of connection to him, as well as the Alto Belli family who I think passed away, uh, as well as well as the other four individuals, a total of nine, as well as the um, the pilot who passed away tragically last week. I know it's been talked about a lot, but we want to give our own condolences to uh, those affected by it. So, fellas, best thing, worst thing, things we saw of the last week. Who who would like to start? Um, I'll go. So, so on this, so this coming Saturday, today is January uh, 31st. Um, tomorrow, um, our men's Ultimate Frisbee team was planning to have a fundraiser, dual fundraiser with our women's team. It was going to be like uh, like a hat tournament kind of pickup style thing. Um, you pay like 10 bucks, money goes to both teams, right? It was planned on being from uh, games from like 9 a.m. to like 3 p.m. Um, in the afternoon. Um, <clears throat> weather was supposed to be bad on Saturday, so we were planning on having it indoors um, on campus. Um, but, you know, Campus, campus Rec, who runs you know, all the club sports on campus. And I and I, I don't want to bash Campus Rec because I, I like... I'll bash Campus Rec. Bash them! They're garbage. You want to talk like, what? This, is, this don't the, do anything right. The the two new guys who are running Campus Rec are, are, are super nice guys. Yeah, um, but it doesn't mean that they're good at their jobs. Wow. So, 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 yeah. so one of the guys, I'm not going to name them, one of the guys uh, emails, and I'm involved with organizing the event, um, emails does his, our... Does his name by chance rhyme with... Mavid. No. No? Okay, cool. I was just um, one of uh, our guys emails uh, the, one of our women's team reps for the event and says, hey, you know, just to let you know, weather's going to be bad. If Varsity Sports needs the indoor facility, they're going to need to use it, um, and your event could be bumped. 
and we're like, what? Like, okay, like, we understand, like, the sentiment of, like, varsity sports over club sports, but, like, we had this thing scheduled, like, we rented the space, basically, um, so we're all worried, and we, we met up last night for, like, two, two and a half hours, we organized this entire thing, rules, teams, um, and he emails and, uh, like, texts, um, Rachel this morning, says, hey, um, the football team has chosen to practice in the facility from nine to whatever, like two. Um, And there's another indoor facility, but they've been doing work in there. So like it can't be used and we thought it was going to be used. So like now we have to basically do the event from three to 10. Right. And now we're losing people where like people are dropping out because they have work. They have all this yada, yada, yada. Um, I just want to say, I, don't like club rec. No, 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 no. I hate Rod Carey, our football coach. You're telling me, and A, right? How It's supposed to be what? And it's, and it's February. It's February. It's supposed to be what, like 37 degrees outside tomorrow? Yeah. We said this. There's a chance. It, the rain looked worse earlier in the week. Now it's like 40%, 30%, Still. Still, you're telling me you're a college football team. A division, A division one college football team, and you can't practice outside in the rain? A possible rain? It's not even like a freezing rain. It's like 40 degrees. It's rain. like a 40 degree. You're telling me you can't go outside and practice in that? Here's here's what I'm That's saying. That's bogus. It's if I'm pissed. If you have sports like that who are getting the amount of funding that they need. Right. Right? And you also have club sports who don't get the funding. Yeah, we fund all our, our Everything own. is self-funded. And if they take away our opportunity to fund our stuff to accommodate, you know, somewhere another team or another, you know, the football team who has their right. own facility that's outdoor. Right. Yeah. Right. And yes, they also, you know, have rights to this indoor 50 yard field, 60 right. yard field. Yeah. That nobody's saying they don't have their right to it, but having something already pre-scheduled, right. Our main season is the spring. We need this money to do things during the spring. Yeah. The football's main season is the fall. Yes. They need to practice in the spring, but their practices are not as crucial as this fundraiser for hours. No, not as a moment as yeah. well. Our first practice of the winter was 32 degrees, snowing, 20 mile an hour winds, and outdoor. And we, every single person, although it sucked, you know, we showed up, shut their trap, showed yeah. up, and tried to do, try to make something happen for two hours. Have you ever tried throwing a frisbee in the wind? Let alone 20 mile an hour wind when it's snowing and it's freezing. It's not. It's not it's easy. It's not fun. It's not fun. Yeah. So I just want to say. I don't like Rod Carey. I really don't like Rod Carey. I, I understand the fact that, like, the campus rec people, like, I don't like it. But I understand it in the sense of, like, varsity sports is, is superseding everything here. Like, fine. Whatever. But the fact that it's... So last minute as well. So last minute. Today's Friday. This thing is happening tomorrow. Tomorrow. Provide them another option. Provide us another option. Then. I know. And it's just, like, now, like... Three guys have dropped out. A couple of women have dropped out, and it's like, and that all adds up. And that's it adds up. I mean, like maybe they've paid. They probably paid already, which is fine. But like the fact that they won't be there, yeah, then screw them. <laughs> we just want your money. Screw I mean, you guys. I mean, the the fact Alumni. that like it's just and like some people have worked, so they might have to leave early, and it's like it's just annoying. And it's like, you know, if it's if it's lacrosse, fine. You know what? I'm not gonna be mad about that. Like. I'd be even. I'd be even. Actually, no. You know what? I'd be mad about this. They'd be be prioritizing one club sport over the other club sport. No, no. Women's varsity lacrosse. Okay, not men's club lacrosse. Um, but like football, 
I thought the whole point of football was being tough. And you're telling me you can't go outside in 40-degree no, rain? The, the whole point of being Frisbee is being tough. The whole point about being football is getting concussions. Well, well, and lose, and getting well, bashed in a bowl game, well, right? Exactly. Losing was, to the state of North Carolina. I was just going to make a joke about how they haven't been good at football, but that's okay, Don. You stole it, so whatever. I just I, It's just annoying. It's pissing me off. My rant. My, I'm done. I'm done. So, I'm ill-prepared and I don't have a thing. Um, okay. Find a thing. Yeah, yeah, Find I'm working on it. I'm scaring the depths of my brain. I'm chewing. I'm chewing my food. Uh, I'm pretty hype about something. Not related to sports whatsoever. I When I was a kid, I loved Hummers. Oh, I got it. Hummer, okay. You better not steal my Hummer thing. No, it's I'm nothing about to, to do say with the Hummer. Go ahead. And I'm so... I was so bummed when they took him out of uh, commission. I didn't know they did that. It was a long time ago. Interesting. They got like four miles a gallon or something. Right? Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They were very, you know, non- non-economical. But the, uh, you know, the H3 was a piece of beauty, and one of my neighbors had one, and uh, I very I envied it a lot. All right. And I really, that was one of my dream cars, right? If I had a million dollars or whatnot, I'd get an H3, I'd get an Audi R8 V10, and I'd get, uh, you know, a Ford Raptor. I, I want, I want, you know, that's dream. That's not, that's not a realistic thing. However, General Motors announces that they are returning the Hummer. As an all-electric truck. Does it withstand metal balls being thrown at its windows? No, I don't know. I don't think they're making that claim. That's uh. the thing. Uh, I, I think making the claim and then not living up to the claim is one thing. All-electric truck with 1,000 horsepower. That's a lot of horses. That is at least... 1,000? At least... No, I think one horse has 17 horsepower is what it is. Well, you see, that like doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make sense, but like... You've seen those videos on Reddit where a like... Horsepower? A horse A horse... Like drags a car out of a ditch with like it's, it's okay. Like, it well, now one I'm horsepower. pissed. A horsepower. It's a like, singular horse should have one horsepower. Before we started, like, I have one person power. Before we started selectively breeding horses, I would I would assume that it was like roughly one horsepower. But then we started like breeding horses for strength, and then all of a sudden the horsepower, the average horsepower for a horse went up. You see, you feel lied to. Yeah, man. Every time. Uh, Kelly Blue Book value this one horsepower blah blah blah. I'm thinking wow that's that's 13 horses because it has 13 horsepower. You know I don't I don't know any numbers right. here, but 13 horsepower is pretty garbage. Right. For okay, anything. but, that's but like you get a, you get what I'm getting at yeah. here, right? So now you're telling me that when they say they got 35 horsepower, you're talking 35 times 17 horses. What? Well, one horse has about no, 17 thir- horsepower. It'd be 35 divided by 17. It'd be like two horses. That's 35 horsepower. But that's like I think that's like 17. The one I saw was like a horse has 17 horsepower. It's like a it's like a drought horse. Like a, a a bigger horse. <laughs> I don't, uh, I'm pissed. Whatever it is, I, I one horse is not Our equal one horsepower. Are dead to me. I would have. Uh, that's okay. But yeah, I'm hyped to have this to this Hummer. Um, because I I think it's it's smart that they release it. You know, after the Cybertruck gets released, I didn't hate the look of the Cybertruck. I did. I didn't. I just didn't. I didn't hate it at all. It looked like some uh, GTA three. Elon stuff. bust. I didn't. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't hate that was it. really funny. <laughs> so. You know, I but I'd rather have an electric Hummer. I'd be so happy with that. Well, what if I told you what I'm going to show you? Unless it looks important. ugly. Oh, speaking of, before you get in there, this is something for you. Uh, Oscar Lindblom. Yes. There's a person at or at my physical therapy place where I go. Yes. Uh, there's like a whole shrine dedicated to him. I have a shirt that I has the, uh, pictures Oscar of him. That has like you know like all those like I stand with Oscar. Yeah, yeah. That has uh, a whole it's a whole flyer section. Yeah. And it does make me sneeze. I think I might be allergic. To that region of the facility. Yeah, yeah. Naturally. However, I, I do, I do. It's a cool yeah. thing that they're doing. Yeah, I go on of his shirts. It's pretty good. All right, 
so on a similar thing, I discovered this approximately. Um, is this is this a thing you just showed to me? Yes, multiple minutes ago. Um, multiple minutes ago. <laughs> Dunkaroos. Oh, evidently, coming might back. be making a comeback based off of their verified Instagram and uh, the lead-in of the picture, which showed the cream of the Dunkaroos with the eye emoji. Dude, I didn't eat Dunkaroos enough as a kid, so I'm really excited for them to come back. See, I was one of those little psychopaths that would just eat all the little crackers Dawn and then just... And just I, did, the I did that with the um, the Oreo ones. Mm. Don, I'm realizing a lot of things about Don. I'm realizing it's because he's from North Jersey. He didn't get exposed to, like, a childhood. It's because he's from North Jersey. Didn't I, have, got, didn't I have, was exposed to a childhood. Didn't have Huggies. <laughs> just not Dunkaroos. Didn't have Dunkaroos. Didn't have Danimals. I had Danimals. I had plenty of Danimals. What is the one that you said it looked like a Danimals? Some other drink we had that you brought. Said it was the like Huggies thing. It was the Huggies thing. That's Did all you was. say it looked like a Danimals? Yeah. That means you haven't had Danimals. If you had Danimals, no, I've you had know Dan- what I've had plenty like. of Danimals. Plenty of Danimals. No, yeah. Not enough that it it's seems just, like it's stuck. It's, it's just the, 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 the Huggies. Do you remember the Crush the- Cups? Yeah, yeah I had the crush cups. Yeah, but who? Which one of you? Like, I didn't like them. But cooperated I me them. on that. Which one of you said like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah"? Like I remember those. I wasn't you? It was me. It, it was wasn't definitely you. Me. It wasn't you. We can go back and. I didn't the like tape. them, but I remember them. But you remember them? Whereas like Zach and Cody going like, I remember crushing, <laughs> crushing things. Oh man, that was a commercial, man. That was great. Oh man, headphone warnings. They need to make things. Uh, it's because he's not we, for PA. We don't need headphone warnings, Don. I figured out the software, and I can put a limiter on it, so it doesn't. Uh, nothing goes above. No matter how loud you scream, it won't go above six decibels. I scream. It's him. So it's wait Dylan. a minute. You're telling me that if I yell right now, I it will. It won't sound like a yell on the headphones. It won't because <laughs> oh, no. what happens oh, is no. anything that's above six decibels doesn't get like removed. It just gets brought back down to or Dylan, like it's, it's it's minus six or minus twelve. I don't know like the whole. Dylan's like, got a maniacal stuff. little smile so on his you face can, right now. I'm not saying scream now for no reason. Please. Oh, I'm not with a with a stay with weird, a Dylan. Good, good stand. No, but now I just feel less bad about it. Stay I was weird. limiting myself. Feel free. Just know that there are two other people in the same small room, and that one of them has headphones on and will hear what I say. Our ears are probably say or more at risk than the listener that's all right you guys deal with me on the field so you know me yelling. Yeah, but that's okay. a big space where your voice can well can get taken you're living away with by me next wind. year so good luck that's all i gotta say unless you have a dryer anyway dunkaroos we do have a dryer we have dunkaroos dunkaroos are great now now chocolate I'm frosting we have things or, to cancel or, out or vanilla this negative that stuff's going on today this week chocolate frosting vanilla vanilla, vanilla. vanilla. it doesn't make sense to chocolate vanilla chocolate this why would he know why? That's I didn't have them enough as a kid. I've had them. I just haven't had them enough. Unreal. All right, before we get into things, did you have Gushers? Yeah, I had Gushers, I had gushers yesterday. I had Gushers. Well, like, did you have Gushers? Like, yes. I think you. I think you're just saying these no, things I had to gushers. make them sound like I had like Gushers. Human, do you like the sour ones or the non-sour? No, non-sour. Non-sour. Do, do sour I like ones. the sour ones. I don't like the. Sour I like sour ones. candy. No, the no, non-sour. I like sour candy. It's just not sour. Those just aren't what I need. But what anyway. else? Uh, did you have uh, Oreo O's? Yeah. As a kid, did you have? Uh, Count Chocula, like all those. No, actually, I didn't have those, Count Chocula. Halloween. I didn't eat them often, but I didn't have Count Chocula. Chocula. Mm. That was my ish. I was. We were Captain Crunch. I think we actually my just had a really big Captain Crunch person. Captain really? Crunch is really good. Yeah, we just had Count Chocula's in the house. You just didn't eat them? Yeah, I did. Absolutely. Wild. You have Eggos? Blueberry. Mm, yeah. No, 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 but like, like the the correct one, which is like the cinnamon toast ones that break into four pieces. I had the four piece Johns. Yeah. Four piece cinnamon toast. All right, you're gaining a little bit of respect yeah. for me. Yeah. I had the four piece Johns. A little bit. A little this bit. This is like just like the smallest inkling of a uh, of bit. What else? You didn't even you you didn't even need to eat them with anything too. You could just break them apart after you cook them and just eat them the way they were. Yeah, no, that's it the was, point. It was fantastic. It was you it toss was... four four of them in the toaster and you take them to school with you. Yep. 
It was fantastic. That was the wave. Uh, anything else that I can roast Don about on the top of my head? Like, did he have this? Did he not? Uh, what else do we have? Is man, you ever just go on those like nostalgia trips, and and just go look at things and like, wow, I remember that when I was a kid. That yes, like, that was like what? I mean, we say that that was ten years well, ago. Well, you see, I that do that, that whenever one of my teams gets eliminated from the sports. I go on like a little nostalgia trip, and I'm like, ah, I remember yeah, when this was times. fun, and then I'm like, ah, but uh, I'm a Philly sports fan, so perpetual you, you, It seems like you need that a lot. You've needed that a lot. Yeah, I have. I've done it a lot. It always hits a couple days later. I hear you. Speaking of sports, speaking of things that hit a couple days later, Kobe Bryant. Yeah, and it's one of those things that. You know, we, we do pride our podcast on not, you know, just repeating everything that's said, you know, on first take or like any other any other sports podcast out there. However, it's things like this that, you know, you do need to speak on, right? And we're not going to repeat, you know, everything and, and we're going to share our condolences. And there's so many great videos out there and everybody's all, all seen you know, everything. If, if you've been on social media or listening to the radio or just looked in the freaking newspaper. Right, uh, but there's a couple things that you may have missed that we are going to uh, just mention, right? Regarding the whole the whole situation, right? I mean, we are a Philly-based podcast, and although some of us that are from Philly, which is Dylan, don't you know, don't don't have that passion for Kobe that some Philly people do, which makes sense, right? Because he was, you know, he was the, the enemy. Yeah, he was the, he was the antithesis to Iverson. Two thousand one. Yeah. So, Plus, you know, when you're a Laker, it's hard to, it's hard to really enjoy. It is, right? But like, you know, it's it's he put he put. I've seen so many lower Marion, thirty three jerseys at festivals and stuff. Oh yeah, from you it's know, if, if you now now, I, I'm not gonna say who wears them, but picture who wears it, picture the face, picture the the body build, and that's exactly exactly who who wears it. White boy, uh, sunglasses. Yeah. Sunglasses, not expensive sunglasses. It's cheap sunglasses. Uh, ripped jeans and Vans, and uh, absolutely wears a hoodie underneath. Because why else? Why wouldn't he? Obviously. Uh, I think it's important to note too when we all we all we had a tournament uh, Sunday. Yeah. So we were all, you know, last we're game, all busted up. It was like last game. We're, we're putting our 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 best foot forward. We're running against one of the best teams in the nation. And the thing is, it it broke. TMZ broke it at, at halftime. Yeah. So it was one of those things. Not everybody that, knew. That not everybody knew, but if somebody checked their phone, yeah. it was going not, to come not up. Not everybody knew, and the people who did know, who were the people that were coaching and were hurt mainly, avoided telling the rest of the team. Yeah. We tried. Well, when, uh, who was it? I think it was Craig. Craig. It was Craig. Craig told Craig, me. Craig and Stank figured out first and called over he, Brett. He told me. And I said, don't tell anybody else. Yeah. But then I looked around and I saw Marino on his phone. I saw Wine Gas on his phone. I saw a handful of other people just on their phone. And you're not, you can't miss it. Like if you open your phone, you're going to get. No I went over, I went over to the, the opposite sideline. Yeah. And Matt Hanna, one of our other coaches was like, oh my God, dude, like, I can't believe it. And like, I thought he was joking about something. Well, yeah, when TMZ breaks something. Cause yeah. yeah and, and he was like, oh, I, I can't believe it, dude. Like, oh my God. And I was like, whoa, what? Like, what's wrong? And someone was like, no, no, don't say anything. Don't say anything. Um, and he was like, I can't believe And I'm like, what? What? He goes, Kobe Bryant died. And I was like, I stood there because yeah. I was like, I was in shock. It's things like that. Like, you you. I had to go people. on the next point. I went on the point after and I didn't hear anything on the line. I couldn't focus. You view those people as, 
you know, immortal, right? Yeah, Although man. it's a rational thing that way. You, you do view him like, you know, nothing could touch this individual, right? Yeah. And to be honest, I mean, tell me if I'm wrong. In this room, while, you know, it's, it's an absolute tragedy that Kobe died, it, it has hit a lot of people much harder than it hit any of us. Yeah. And that's not, I, I don't want to make it sound like, you know, we don't, we care. don't care because that's absolutely not the truth. It's just like, he didn't have that impact in our life that he did other people. Right. What, like this, I didn't, none of us grew up, you know, playing basketball in high school. The way, seriously, the right? way that Kobe was hit by, like the way that Kobe hit other people is the way that Roy Halliday's death hit me. Yeah. Growing up as a Phillies fan, seeing the, the perfect game, the no hitter in the playoffs, like all that, like that's, Roy Halladay might have been the greatest pitcher I've ever seen in a Phillies uniform. Yeah, and he's a part of your right. So he died, and I remember sitting there, helicopter plane crash, yeah. very similar type of thing. We're sitting there, and we're in my dorm, and I'm laying on, and I was laying on my bed, and I was sitting there, and I was like, Yo, I was like, please, like it can't be Roy Halladay. Had his jersey in my closet. I was like, can't be Roy Halladay. Can't right. be Roy Halladay. Can't be Roy Halladay. And then they announced it, and it was just like, honestly, I mean that it's weird that never meeting someone mm-hmm. and then having that much of an impact, and like you were that sad about it, like. That type of thing is is it's a very weird feeling. Yeah, it's it's surreal. I'd imagine, and I've seen so much of that. I've seen you know you see Roy Holiday, you hear Kobe Bryant, you hear uh, Emilio Emiliano Salah, the guy who got transferred from Nantes to uh, Cardiff City last year. Thurman, you hear the Thurman Munson, the Thurman Munson. You hear the Chapelcanese team a handful of years back. All these things they make you a not trust aviation and b just you know. It makes you realize how fragile life can be, and I'm lucky right now to not have had anybody yet that I have like this, you know, existential connection to. But seeing all this stuff and seeing how much it has affected people that are around me, individual things, individual passings, you know, uh, to be honest, it might be sound selfish, but it makes me dread the potential of one of my childhood heroes or one of the people I look up to. Passing away for, for, you know, seemingly no good reason. Or anybody from my hometown sport teams or any of the artists, like musical artists. We could, you know, people were like that. I mean, the biggest one that comes to mind, I mean, you have is Mac, right? Because you can say X, you can say Peep, you can say, you know, Juice. It, you know, some of those had more pull than others. But a lot of those people were young enough. And again, not taken away from anything. And they may have impacted the youth to some degree. But they were young enough that they hadn't necessarily built up a, I don't want I, a musical identity. Hey, they hadn't they hadn't built up, you know. They had a cult following, but they hadn't really discovered their musical self, and they hadn't begun to evolve. Right? We didn't even get nearly what the best was out of them yet. And yes, that that makes it you know very tragic that we don't get to hear what they could have said, what they had left to say. But Mac Miller is one of those people that it's very different for a lot of people, um, because. They not only grew up on him, listening to him, because, right, he came out late 2000s with work. So people that are our age in their 20s. Especially our age. Right? It's people from my city, from Pittsburgh. I know a kid, you know, his name is Noah Frank, who is a Mac Miller you know, dude through and through. Absolutely. And it hit him extremely hard because this is somebody that he listened to when he was in his down, you know, didn't know who he was, middle school years. Listened to him through high school, listened to his albums as he developed. And once he got to college... You know, he, he the evolution he had when he went into to swimming and he went eventually to circles. It's you, you just see how much of a growth and how much he's changed yeah. and how much, you know, he's swimming, evolved. Swimming as, was so different compared to his other albums. But it was so good. It's one of those things that you see him as a person evolve, right? 
And to see the evolution and see how quickly you know that can be taken away, I mean, that hurts because, I mean, that would, that's a part of you at, at times more than the family member for some people, right? And I, I can't imagine how that affects people. And you can say thoughts, you can say prayers, but it's really hard to empathize with somebody, you know, if you're not like, you know, somebody who's had a loss like that, like Roy Holiday for Dylan, like uh, big uh, Thurman Munson for you, big guy. Well, I mean, I, Thurman Munson was seventies. I know, but I, 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 for, that one hit my for, dad. That's Thurman what I'm saying. I'm, I was dad, thinking yeah. your dad. Absolutely. But a couple things I know we wanted. To, I wanted to say about uh, the whole Kobe thing, is that you heard. I know, perhaps you heard about the pact right between him and Vanessa, uh, yeah. that they would yeah. not fly yeah. together, and, you know, that's heartbreaking. It's it's one of those things that how crucial that they did that in hindsight. Right, because you see the Altobelli family. I mean, I understand their reasoning. You know, just just a risk, right? Because the chances, right, are so low. Uh, but there's still, as as we saw, chances that things happen. The Altobelli family, they don't have tragically, you know, their girls or their kids there don't have parents anymore. Yeah, the ones that are still living. Yeah. Right. I mean, they do. I think they do. Had they did have an older brother that was and an adult younger, brother, younger sister. Also. Yeah. yeah. They, no, they did, but they they have an adult level sibling. Yeah. But still, I mean that blink of an eye you know i mean it's 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 more power to him from for to the brian family for being able to you know make that pact and, and stick to it but man and i know we do we, we heard about why kobe chose to do helicopters no right i it think to avoid traffic, right? yeah it was to like dylan said to avoid avoid traffic because you know if he if he wanted to be as much of a workhorse as he was he needed to get from point A to point B, without oh, wait, as well as be a big of a part of his family as he wanted to be. It was about because he didn't get to spend enough time with his family because there was something. One of his daughters had some sort of like recital or something, and he needed to get to that, but get back in time for something with basketball at the time. Right, and, and he and he couldn't was. do it, so he said, "I got to use a helicopter." Right, and if he has the financial means to do so, and it enables him to be, you know, part of his basketball life as well as part of his family life, it's a lot. It's a logical step for him to do so, in my opinion. I absolutely understand that. Uh, you know, and Kawhi Leonard came out as well and said, hey, I flew with this same pilot. Right? I'm going to try to see if I can remember his name. Uh, it's, it's of, Ara, it's, yeah. It was Ara something. Was Loblin or something? I have it I have it saved somewhere. Somewhere, somewhere. Worldwide. Somewhere. Ara Zabayan. Uh, Kawhi said that he flew with that pilot in the same helicopter that crashed on Sunday, right? And he said, you know, Kawhi said, quote, flown with him a lot, great guy, super nice. He was one of the best pilots. That's a guy, you know, that you ask for. And, you know, it, it was so surreal for me. He's a good dude. Uh, but I just, I just, you know, you can't, you can't say the pilot, you know, blamed. I, I've seen some people on Twitter like, you know, it was a pilot's fault. Why, why isn't the pilot being held responsible? Like, that's not, that's not the take to be looking at it. And, you know, and I, I think immediately there was all of this, you know, negativity with his, like, the rape accusation that happened and, and, and bringing up all, like, the bad things. Like, if this is your opportunity to try to get a little bit of attention, a little bit of clout off of this negativity, yeah. why? Come on. Yeah. Do, do you... it's, it's, like, it, I mean, it's a part of his life that happened, and no one can ignore the fact that it happened. Um, <laughs> but. And obviously, but. I, but, but, and there's a big but, and, you know, we don't want to sound like rape apologists here um but the kind of the way that he in a sense like 
quote unquote reinvented himself. Well, no, he well he grew. Because he grew as a person. There's, there's examples later. I don't remember yeah. the exact game or the exact player, but you know somebody uh, used used a a a slur. Oh yeah, he. A, I think it was a homophobic slur. Or he something used like that. he used a homophobic slur against a ref. Right. And then got fined for it, but then learned from it. Um, donated money to Glad. Um, and then someone in like a Twitter comment or Instagram comment used a homophobic slur against another user, and he and Kobe didn't even and interject. he outed and he outed yeah. that person who was like, dude, don't say that. Like, and then that person responded to him and said, hey man, you said this in the game, don't come at me for that. He said, yeah, I learned from my mistakes. I donated money to all this stuff. I don't, I don't do that anymore. Exactly. And the that, point is, there's a time and a place for everything. Yeah. And exactly. Three hours after he died is not the time to bring that up. No. And even like at the at the time of it, it occurred. You know, way back when, that's when you address it, right? And and it's it's obvious based on the way he carries himself now, and based on you know this this fantastic girl dad outpouring that has occurred after his after his death. That he had grown as a person, and he had evolved, and and the mistakes he made when he was younger were more publicized because of his persona and because of who he was. You know, you can't you can't tell me that he's the only one that's made those mistakes. That people of that size have have only made those mistakes. Also, I think wasn't wasn't um I don't know if it was ever officially like proven necessarily, right? Wasn't like he didn't go to jail. It wasn't like a criminal claims or anything, right? No, it was just it was, like it was it was a civil. Uh, they 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 filed a civil lawsuit after the charges were accusation. Yeah. But, but still, I mean, that's, regardless, it doesn't. Yeah, regardless. regardless of what it was, you know, after his death, you don't want to bring that stuff up. It's people trying to get a quick bit of, you know, fifteen seconds of fame kind of thing. Yeah. Why? Right. And at the end of the day, negative attention is still attention, and people <clears throat> people want that. All publicity times. is good publicity. All publicity is publicity. I'm not gonna say good publicity. No, but that's the saying. Yeah. Like, I hear you. Like you're saying, where it's at the end of the day, it's negative, but it's still. Right. I also okay. So nothing I want to talk about is. In the let's say the week after his death, because it's, it's going to be a week on on Sunday. On Sunday. The amount of things that happened, you know, all from from very very small things to large things, all over basketball, the basketball world, right? In terms of people changing their jersey numbers, right? I know I said some about this to you guys a few a few days ago. I sent you guys a DM about it. Uh, people who were number twenty four or number eight, like Spencer Dimwitty, Mason Plumley. Uh, Terrence Ross, just to name a few off the top of my head, changing oh, their numbers yeah. out of respect for Kobe, right? Or they 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 wanted to honor his legacy by not having that. I number. get it, yeah. And there was also a player, um, who plays for the Pacers. Plays for the Pacers. I don't know if he, I think I, if he's you know on the roster right now because I didn't recognize the name. G League player on a two way contract, something like that, right? End of the bench kind of guy, who said, you know, like I'm not going to change my number, not because I, I'm disrespecting Kobe, it's because Kobe Bryant has been my childhood idol my entire life. And I wear number 24 for Kobe. Elise Johnson. He's And he's worn number 24 his whole life for Kobe. And he's not going to change that now. That makes him even want to wear it more because he feels like it's an honor thing. Right? And I've heard both sides of the story. Like, people, Kobe wouldn't want people to change his number, change their number. Right? Kobe wants people to be as competitive and, 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 yeah. and you know, use whatever number they want to, to play the best they can. And I've heard the flip side of people saying, Everybody needs to change their number. His number should be retired throughout the league. Well, the Mavericks have already done so. I know the Mavericks, Mark Cuban retired 24, you know, informally, I think, mm-hmm. uh, in the Mavs organization. Just like Pat Riley retired Jordan's number for, for the Heat organization. 
I've heard that side of things as well. Like it, it, that jersey should not be worn again, 24 or 8 or one or the other. At the end of the day, I don't know, I don't know where you guys stand on this, but I firmly believe that it doesn't matter what you I'm, do. I'm also for that doesn't really matter. Whatever you feel is yeah. right to honor him or respect him in your own way. If that means changing your number, if that means change, you know, changing your number to something that is completely different, or changing your number to something that is, you know, another way of honoring his his yeah. name. Like Spencer Dinwiddie did twenty six. Twenty six. I think there's somebody that changed to thirty two. Uh, it's you know, there's you can there's so many different things that you can do to honor him. That's on the individual. Nobody can be here and assume what Kobe would have done, right. would have wanted. We yeah. can't, nobody, nobody can speak for him but the man himself. And, he, and if the man can't speak for himself, you do what you feel is necessary, the best thing to do to honor him, to respect yeah, him. Yeah, I don't really have um, a problem with any of the players who are changing their numbers or this guy, uh, Johnson, who is keeping his number. I don't really, I don't see a problem with either thing. I don't really see an argument in it. Um, I think if you do argue about it you're almost doing like dishonoring yeah dis- Kobe. It's, it's disrespectful the like end there's of the day. no reason to have an argument over the fact of like um you're not changing your number because you don't want to honor him no like i am keeping my number this because i'm honoring him because he meant so much to me like you have to look at it from a perspective of you you, you can't look at it from a negative and like an enemy like perspective in yeah. a situation like this that's you, you can't that's just incredibly disrespectful it is i absolutely agree with that yeah i um i don't think either way i honestly people should just mind their own goddamn business if a player wants to keep the number they keep the number if a player wants to get rid of a number they get rid of the number it's their call it's not your life it doesn't matter people just need to mind their own goddamn it's business people trying to stop spe- making people trying to speak for right. what kobe right. wants and it's well, like it's like who are you joe Smo from twitter you don't know kobe from the rest of us like like it's 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 the problem with this day and age is that everybody needs to Everyone feels the need to, to to throw out their opinions in situations where their opinions really don't matter slightly at all. Well, they, and they throw them out because they can't. Right, and I, that's the thing. Like Twitter and all that stuff enables people that really shouldn't have a platform to speak. Um, but that's a whole other uh, situation. However, um, I don't think the league should retire his number. Um if they do, they do. Like I, I don't. I doesn't. It's not gonna. Like I'm not gonna be mad about it. But, um, and I understand that it's a sign of respect. So like, if players want to, if like a team wants to do it, like go for it. Like it's not gonna be sweated. But I personally don't think they should. I think maybe in L. A. And I think. Oh, his uh, his number is gonna be retired. Right. Well, uh, that uh, and, that and, already is. I don't. I didn't mean maybe. Yeah, I just yeah. meant like in L. A. Yeah, that's fine. But and I think there'd be a good chance it would be retired here. Um. Just based on the cultural impact that he has here in Philadelphia, and he retired further from the Sixers. Yeah, either eight twenty four or thirty three. It would probably be thirty three. Thirty three high school number. What did, that's his high school. Twenty four is already. I know, I know, but twenty four is already. Twenty four is already retired. Eight is not because Zaire Smith had it, and then he's changing it to number five because of Kobe. Um, but if they retired like number thirty three, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be against it you know what I mean like it's not but right. I feel like I feel like in his hometown it would make sense in LA it would make sense but like overall I don't know if they should retire his number and that's not disregarding the cultural impact he had it's just so I'm looking at this I was just curious I can't think I couldn't think of anything off the top are there any numbers that are retired throughout the NBA and there's not 
No. Teams make the only the only one picks. is the only one in like the four major American sports is, is. Wayne Gretzky. Well, uh, uh, isn't isn't um, Jackie yeah. Robinson? Oh, okay, true. But that's a, that's a biggie. But that that's more of like I wasn't. I was talking for like. Um, for 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 talent for talent versus, wise, versus, not, not impact. Hell of, hell of a player, but right. Impact, but like impact his impact is obviously greater than his talent was. Right. There are some players but, who are retired from multiple teams, yes. but it's more often because they played for multiple teams. Like right. Kareem played for Bucks, Lakers, Barkley, Sixers, and Suns. Yeah. Will Chamberlain was retired by three teams. Clyde Drexler, two teams. Julius Irving. Yeah. Uh, two different numbers. But the by only two teams. the only like talent wise like overall is Wayne Gretzky, I believe. Yeah. Well, the, well the, the, here's the thing: is where it gets funky, which is why. I'm, I don't think it'll be a league-wide thing, but my question is that You're if, gonna if, see it, if enough teams, you know, take the Mark Cuban route and decide to retire his number, they might as well just do it. Exactly. I mean, if if, if yeah. you know, then then other teams are gonna feel pressured. Yeah. And I wouldn't have, I would not have a problem with it. It's not like it doesn't matter to me. But it, personally, if you if I had to make the decision, I would say no. But I I agree. No, it's one of those things that people people grow up. Sports are one of those things that people grow up wearing that number because that was their idol. Yeah. Right, you see, in, in it doesn't it doesn't requiring Jordan's number would have meant that we wouldn't see twenty three LeBron. Right, you know what I mean? It's it's that oh we look up to Jordan. I want to wear that same number that he did, right? And you create your own legacy not based on the number but based on the name on the back of the jersey. You know what I mean? I mean if I mean, retiring the number, you could say oh we're gonna retire the name Kobe. I mean that doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Right. Poor that was a poor 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 point. I don't know where the heck I was going with that. You can't really retire a name. Uh, I also found out that the Miami Heat have Dan Marino's number retired. Pat Riley is on some crazy, crazy right now. Thirteen uh, is retired for Dan Marino, but I can't find the only player that has a number retired for the Heat that was a Heat player <laughs> is uh, Shaq. It's gonna be Wade too. It will be Wade. I don't, but maybe Bosch. I I understand Shaq, but like should Shaq have his number retired by the Heat? Yeah, he won him a title. He won him two, two, what, two, one. one yeah, two. but, but uh, nah, I, he should. I don't, I don't know, man. A player like him, I understand why. I just don't think he. It, I, I think I just don't think so. For whatever reason, in my, I just, I just don't. I just You're don't crazy. Think so. You're yeah. crazy. And you guys me like rationalization. That's my gut. That's my gut. You know, I could. Think he doesn't have Pittsburgh. He doesn't have basketball where he's from, so we'll cut him some slack. Hey, we have the Pittsburgh Condors and the Pittsburgh Pipers. We had two teams, huh? Oh, man, the Pipers sound really intimidating over there, Ziggy. Uh, it's uh, The Condors had sick jerseys. Did they? Oh, tough. I'll show you them uh, at some point. I'll bring them up on the uh, graphic design episode, which we're going to plug again the last week, I think, uh, with a buddy that is going to be on here at some point in the next month to talk about all jerseys all the time, every jersey that we can think of that we love. He'll be on here to discuss them. Should I bring all of mine over? We'll just bring them all over and be like, Jake, you have to look through each one. Each one, touch them. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think no, material. No, he's not allowed to touch him. Nobody's allowed to touch well, him. Well, material means me. a lot, too. So you can touch them for him. No one's allowed to touch him. You can touch them for him. No. You can say, Jake, this feels really nice. <laughs> but you wish you could touch this. Yeah, I bet you do. Yeah, but you can This can't. is felt. But not like, if you can touch felt, it's not the same felt. This is like different felt. You know? And, and he'll he'll feel bad. Uh, but yeah, I, I think that however players want to honor him they should and I think it was really bad by TMZ in the first place dude to fuck TMZ man. to to jump this fast into fucking family new exactly that's one of those things that the the police department needs to step in some kind of authority needs to step in I understand well, freedom of speech 
I understand freedom of speech. The leak came probably yeah. within the police department. And I understand freedom of speech. However, there needs is things like this that absolutely defies just respect, ethics, a hundred things in my opinion. You can't do that, man. Oh yeah, no, I agree. But the you, leak you came just, from the police department. What I will say, like it's that you know I saw I saw this from uh on Twitter. I wasn't watching the the Nets game, Kyrie's return. And then you probably saw it too though, where Cassidy Hubbard, um, sideline reporter, uh for fucking perfect. Perfect at, job. Who who you know, instead of cause it's her job to ask these questions. She didn't pull what ESPN pulled onto Joe Burrow in the national championship game instead. You know, she did the exact yeah. opposite. It's it's one of those things that you uh, just just so people uh, just in case you didn't hear about what she did. So Ky- she had a post game interview with Kyrie. Right? Kyrie and Kobe are close friends. Exactly. Kyrie had to take a game off um, because he was grieving, and you know he left. I think he left the facility. You know, just in, yeah, in tears. He was at the and, facility, I think. At and the and time. he had to. He had to. It was a late game scratch kind of thing. Cassidy Hubbard uh, asked Kyrie before the interview even started, saying, "Hey, you know, are you comfortable? Are you okay? Are you ready? You know, if we talk about Kobe, right?" And I imagine if Kyrie said no. Wouldn't have even said a word. No, oh. she wouldn't have brought up Kobe at exactly. all. Exactly. It would have just been like, how did you guys win the game? Like, yeah. That's it. Right? And, and, and yeah. she, well, she said that. And then before she even asked questions about Kobe, she said, well, before we get into that, I just wanted to, you know, kind of waver that option right now. Yeah. We're going to talk about the game and what, what happens. You know, and then Kyrie gives some uh, very cliche, you know, like everybody else does in post-game interviews. You know, we, 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 uh, we did well. We executed. You know, it's not me, it's the team kind of thing. You know, we have a good thing going. We're still figuring out our identity. Things that people say in post-game interviews before there's a couple of Kobe questions asked. And it's their job to ask these questions, right? Yeah. And I think, I mean, they that's just, they have they, to. They you, have to. to you get, can, but it's like, you know, it's Don and I both are going to be media members. That's the idea, hopefully. But um, I feel like after a certain point, human decency has to step in. So, like, you just take that step minute just to show them that, like, and even if they probably weren't prepared to talk, maybe they'll be more like, okay, like I could give like a, a slight, you know what I mean? Like in general type of thing where they're... To be honest, if I'm reading an article or I'm watching an interview or something, that any, anything media related, and somebody says, or the, say for example, Kyrie, and instead of, you know, a barrage of questions and, you know, uh, the media asked a, <clears throat> excuse me, asked a bunch of questions about Kobe, you know, how did he feel, yada, 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 and Kyrie just, and every single one of them said he declined to comment. Yeah. Right. Versus saying, uh, we asked Kyrie to begin the interview if he was comfortable, and Kyrie said no. Um, you know, and expressed his his unreadiness for talking about the situation. Is there such a big difference for jump from jumping right in? Yeah. To these questions, versus giving that respect. And yeah. I, I hope that that becomes a theme in the media. I, ho- I ho- that should have been a commonality, a common theme in the media. I think I think you'll see it a lot more as people who are trying to enter the media get to that point because I feel like we are a lot more um, sensitive to those type of topics now just because of the social media. And that's that's a good point too, Dill, because you hear a lot of we're gonna say just old heads. Right? I'm not knocking anybody that is of the previous generation or anything like that, um, because I I'm sure you're wonderful people. However, what I will say is that, you know, there is kind of this underlying thing that this new generation is too sensitive, they're too touchy, everything's too touchy-feely, why don't they just <clears throat> shut up and, and just 
deal with it like the rest of us and, and you know, that kind of stuff. Right? The job is evolving. It's exactly. It's one the of those things evolving. that being this, being aware of the occupation and being aware of everybody else's emotions is, you know, a very, very important thing nowadays. And it, sh- and it should be a very, very important thing here on forward. Right. And like you said, the job's evolving. It's important that we consider other people's emotions when we're addressing or involving ourselves in touchy subjects as such. And there's no reason why it shouldn't have always been like that. Exactly. But it was just a stigma. Right. At the end of the day, it was just a stigma. You that- have a job, right, to tell the news the right way. And, and me and Dylan are obviously learning this stuff right now because um, we're media students. But, you know, and it's just a common thing. You have a job. You're supposed to do it the right way. Right. Um, you get a leak. Right. Fine. Go, go tell the leak right to everybody else. But in a situation that involves death, this isn't a free agent signing. <clears throat> um, like this will literally ruin people's lives. This will. You think Vanessa Bryant wanted to find out on fucking Twitter that her husband and third? I mean, obviously she probably didn't, right? Or maybe she did. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows how she found out? But like, dude, anybody, anybody. Like you, you want to find? You don't want to find that out from some just and, random ass media outlet. And like. for the person who leaked it, because the police commissioner. I'm maybe pretty sure it's Kushner, maybe somebody else, the sheriff or whatever, yeah. goes out, does his press conference, and bashes TMZ, right? And that was awesome, right? He bashes Absolutely. TMZ for being like, this is not cool, right? So whoever that leak is... Which, which is within his department, most likely. Right? Cut. Done. Gone. Like has, you, can, you, you can't have that. You can't have anything like that, like that, man. You can't have a, you can't have a rat. Yeah, I mean, it's just like... You there there is a certain way to do your job as a media person. But TMZ has never given a shit, so uh, TMZ no. has A never given a shit and B I don't if if I'm get a job offer from TMZ, I'm not taking it no. ever. Well, I'm it's not, the, it's, yeah. it's those things. It's like from those just unreputable uh what what do you what do you call it? Things that are just like here and now, like in the moment kind of things that only think only only care about what is right in front of them right now. Very impulsive organizations. Those are the kinds of things that, you know, just if, if you guys were to get an offer from like TMZ, from Barstool, from these other these other companies, I can't name any off the top of my head, that don't have any sort of I would really, really, really for not want to take it. Well, flip side, would you want to go there and try to change the dynamic and, and prove yourself? If mm-hmm. I was if I was offered a spot high up, then yeah. <clears throat> yeah, but nothing's gonna change. But right. nothing's nothing no, will change. So. The culture there has the culture at TMZ, which has been around for a long time, has been the way it's been forever. It is never it's, going to like change. Despicable. It's disgusting. Yeah. Uh, Barstool. Did, Barstool's not as bad. Barstool is not as bad. Barstool would not have done what TMZ uh, did. Barstool in this is situation. just more biased with right stories like it's it's doesn't mean i don't like it's barstool. basically bar, boston stool sports like that's what it is yeah it doesn't mean i don't like boston the, i mean barstool no no, it, just, it, no i agree it doesn't mean i don't it doesn't yeah. mean I like boston nobody likes boston uh last thing i want to talk about real quick about kobe i just want to mention is the amount of international recognition he got from everything just for being a competitor for having spent time growing up in europe and italy the grammys at the Grammy, I mean, that, I mean, it was going to happen at the Grammy. Right, right. The Grammys were being yeah. hosted in the house he built. Yeah, right. Staples Center. So, but but teams in I think AC Milan uh, had a tribute tour for him. You know, Lazio, Neymar, the, two teams in you know Milan and, and Rome. Neymar had a tribute, uh, had had a celebration when he scored a goal. 
I know Barcelona. I think it was AC Milan were like black bands in commemorance of him. Uh, I know Real Madrid had a moment of silence for him, and, and Sergio Ramos donned his jersey, his USA jersey, for the practice. And that's uh, just a few. Yeah. Ovechkin. Were... I know it's not international, but Ovechkin wore. He wears um, eight. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he wore twenty-four in warm-ups. Switch back to his regular jersey. It's one of those things that it's the amount of international acclaim that he had for his competitiveness, for his worldliness. Dude spoke multiple languages as well. I mean, he was a well-versed, well-versed uh, son of a gun. It just shows how far he reached, mm-hmm. right, and how impactful he was, and how well-respected he was across multiple sports, across multiple cultures, across multiple oceans, and that is absolutely incredible. And I, I know that doesn't get enough attention because I know domestically in America we focus on domestic sports, right? We focus on domestic things. But, you know. It got a lot of attention here, specifically for Joel Embiid alone. Joel Embiid would not be playing basketball if it wasn't for Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Like, Joel Embiid alone brought the international recognition of Kobe to the spotlight here in the city, for sure. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I don't think I, – I thought about it. I couldn't think of anything. I'm I, curious if you guys can think of anything off the top. Other than, like, Roberto Clemente. Has there been an athlete somebody of, this uh, that has this much talent, this much cultural impact, and this much international reach as him? Kobus right, was more across the pond, whereas you know uh, Clemente was more south. Yeah. to south across the border, yeah. but still had incredible reach, incredible talent, and incredible impact. I mean, like obviously, I don't want to like and and just as tragic I don't want to take away from death. like anyone's like tragic death. Well, absolutely. Obviously, like Jose Fernandez a few years ago was was horrible. Mm-hmm. Thurman Munson was was terrible in the seventies. All these things. Are Ray just... Halliday, yeah, but I mean, like, no one, no one is going to reach that level of Kobe. I can't. Superstardom. Yeah, other it's than not, I think, I think Kobe probably surpasses Clemente. I, I, it's not, it's not a competition at the end of the day. Right. I just want to say that it's no, not just a competition. The impact in general. It's yeah. just, it's just, it's natural to think a about. Thought, it. Exactly, yeah. it's a thought experiment. I don't. Th- I think. I think. It's also it's also hard because takes the cake. It's it's basketball, and basketball is pretty accessible in most places regardless of where it is because you need a, a hoop as, and you need a ball much as much as right. soccer you need one more thing in, ba- in basketball than you do in soccer because in yeah. soccer you can just make a goal in basketball you just need a hoop like you can make a hoop right You've but it's it. but like yeah so like you're not gonna have someone probably that reaches that cultural significance that he yeah. had but like i think with the all with the media that's been going uh like the 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 the, the accessibility of media it just made his you know yeah. story even more uh speaking of media Media Day was recently for the Super Bowl. And I don't know if you guys heard, the Super Bowl is one of those things that is uh, pretty big. It's like a football. I think I think it's football, right? Uh, the Puppy Bowl? The Puppy Bowl? Puppy Bowl is next week. We're going to we're going to be doing live reporting from the Puppy Bowl. Oh, I, I, wanna, I wish. Can I, I rant? Yeah, rant please. What are you ranting about? We preface what the rant is before I yeah. sit no. back and listen. No, you're just gonna listen. We don't know. We this is this is this is spur of the moment. I just remembered how angry this makes me every year. Um, the puppy bowl? No, no, okay. absolutely not. No, it's not cats. Um, listen, the Super Bowl, right? So let's just take a look back to to our freshman year, February fourth, two thousand eighteen. Are you just gonna? No, I'm not. The, I'm, I'm not going to talk about the them. Eagles. I'm going to talk about the the game. I'm just using this as a personal example of how I. What game? The Super like the game coming up. Yes, because okay. it applies every year. I'm just making sure it applies every year. This isn't about the Eagles winning the Super Bowl, forty-one to thirty-three. No, no, no. That's every night. Um. So, February fourth, twenty eighteen. You're like, 
Oh, man, the Eagles won the Super Bowl. I can't wait to go to school tomorrow. The next day. I remember I got extra credit for showing up to my 9 a.m. class. The next next day. day. Or the next year. The Patriots win the Super Bowl again. Oh, man. I'm so glad I get to go in the work and celebrate the Patriots winning the Super Bowl. And now this year, fans in Kansas City are going to be like, oh, man, my team just won the Super Bowl on the back of Kermit the Frog and Big Red. I can't wait to go into work and celebrate tomorrow. Now, listen. They got all these baloney holidays such as New Year's, because really New Year's means nothing. They got St. Paddy's Day, which doesn't mean anything. Basically, essentially, what I'm getting at is every holiday is some made-up thing that really, at the end of the day, means nothing. It's what means what you put into it. And the goddamn Super Bowl, people put a lot into that for nine months straight, fans included. The day after the Super Bowl should be a national freaking holiday. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, question. Question. Okay, before, okay ask your question, but I just want to say I... Like tremendously disagree with that. Um, should, in your opinion, should the Super Bowl? I know football is a Sunday thing, but should it be on a Saturday then? No, we should be off on Monday. Okay. He's got his arms. Sound like a third grader. He's got his arms crossed like a third. I'm pouting. Yeah. (laughs) We should be off on Monday. I had to go to my monkey class. Oh my god, I remember this. You complained about it. And I went to the monkey class and I sat there. And let me tell you, when you're learning about monkeys, it's like a whole goddamn different language because... Don't don't tell me it was like a monkey language class. No, no. you guys just... But it essentially was because it was like, oh... That's a that's a that's a chimpanzee, haha! <laughs> but it's not a chimpanzee. It's a chimpanzee, poopada poopada, whatever the hell its biological name is. You know? Is that and where the crazy like, baboon comes from? No, no. That's just that's just it's another. Thing. That's another thing. Another but but that's do. it's a load of shit that I have school the day after the Super Bowl. I think what your your argument is a load of shit. To be honest, <laughs> it sounds like you. It's okay. Wait, wait okay. Uh, another quick question and quick answer. Um, was us having was Temple canceling classes the day of the parade worth it? Given the fact that you had to go to class the next day after they won the Super Bowl. Wait, huh? Okay, Temple canceled classes the day of the Eagles parade. Right. Was in order. Well, I wasn't going to classes anyway. I don't right, 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 right. But in order for you know Temple to cancel class that day, was it worth it for you to have to go to class the next? Day after oh, they yeah, won that's the Super Bowl. Okay. Okay. That's acceptable. Right. That's acceptable. Okay. Here's what I'm saying. Because that's that's an all day thing. That's not like a the right. Super Bowl. Like it's all day, and then six o'clock comes around. And you got a game still to watch, and it's like uh, okay. But if it's a really good game, I'm not going to sleep. You know what I mean? Anyway, if anything, they should maybe move the Super Bowl up during the day. But sick. Here's my here's my rebuttal to that. Uh huh. Is how many national holidays are there already here's what i'm trying to hear and, and and you know i don't know that number off the top who the heck knows that number off the top of their damn head i'm trying to look it up isn't there seven or six right, no, well, there's, there's new, new year's is a day that nobody works oh not nobody works but, like, but like that, that, that the people that work desk jobs don't work. mlk mlk people don't do that it's, i'm looking it says memorial day memorial day washington's birthday i didn't know that, that which was. is when third monday in february I maybe President's Day. President's Day. Yeah, I, that's the I, same thing. I, it's I, President's are people Day. People actually off that day. Eh, half and half. I didn't know that. Fourth of July, Labor Day, 
It says Columbus Day. We I've gone to school. We no. go to school. Columbus yeah, Day. Columbus Day. Is Veterans Day. Not we really go to school on Veterans Day. Thanksgiving Day. People, places are open, but cl- places close early. So basically, and, about cr- 10. and Christmas Day. Ten. Like, Nine or how many? Well, There's like six or seven that people yeah. are actually off of. Yeah. Now of those, mm-hmm. which ones are have significance? To the major, the majority, the majority of American citizens, New Year's Day, right? I'm gonna say MLK. MLK Day, though. Sure. Uh, I'm gonna say Memorial Day. Mm-hmm. All the people just use that as a cookout. Fourth, Fourth of July. July, Labor Day. That's a federal one. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving and Christmas. Christmas. That's seven. Here's what, what I'm gonna say is that if you take those and each each of them, how how much that impacts you know the majority of Americans for each of those, and you put the the Super Bowl there, while it is a ginormous event. I right. would say the Super Bowl if, impacts the if, majority of Americans. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is, some people just don't give a rat's ass about football. Well, that's right. I don't give a rat's ass about them. I understand, but that I mean, that's that's the issue, right there. Is I understand that. Well, is, the, I don't people, give a rat's ass about New Year's. I understand, but like that's part of that's part. Of, that's not that's not like the government. That's a society thing across human society across the around the world. Right, but I'm talking we're in America, and it is the most watched event almost every year on a consistent basis. And people who say they don't care still care enough to go get absolutely trashed while they watch the Super Bowl. Here's my so here's my I compromise. Think it still reaches the majority. Here's my of compromise. It shouldn't be a federal holiday, but I think it'd be in good light for the city that it impacts to, you know, have have a uh, a day off. Yeah. Right. A day of, a day of ease. The day after. See. Right. But here's what I will say: is that how hard it will be. For to to coordinate that right because you don't know the outcome of the Super Bowl until late Sunday night. Well, that's why you preemptively do it. That's why it should be a federal holiday because I know you said that it doesn't reach it does not reach as much, but that doesn't mean it still doesn't reach more than the majority because even the people that everyone that you know that don't give a shit about the Super Bowl is still wa- watching it air quotes because they're getting drunk and hanging funny. out with their friends yeah, right for some right. for some okay. of them most of them unless you're New Orleans last year oh, most oh. Anyway, most of them, right? Most people tune into the Super Bowl. Most people go to Super Bowl party. It's not like... I like Donovan. While you're not talking on this, can you look up the uh, percentage of American TVs that were tuned into, we'll say, 2018 Super Bowl? I don't know a single individual in my life right now. 2018. I don't know a single individual in my life right now that will not be at a party and or watching the Super Bowl in some form. I imagine that's because of who you surround yourself with. I also would say that there, I know people. Our entire team are going to watch I kn- it. I know somebody who is not a fan of the Super Bowl, not a fan of football. Doesn't really like sports at all. Just a neighbor of mine mm-hmm. growing up. And that individual's friends don't care either. So I imagine that. Okay, so I have a question for you though. How many people are like that? Not that many. I understand. So we're but talking what, the majority what, what, of individuals. What I'm saying is I really – it just doesn't make sense for that to be a national holiday because that's something that's gotten developed and pushed forward by media. Independence Day is something that – this was an event that happened right, right, right. The, that makes sense. Labor Day I'm is – I'm not arguing those. Yeah. You know, that we uh, Labor Day is, is a federal thing. I don't understand like the whole background behind Labor Day. I'm or, not arguing or, or, or that none of them shouldn't be. <gasps> I'm what I'm saying is that, is that oh, it should – coming out of nowhere – to say, well, now now football has all this media attention, and now it's just like this media thing. If you are anti New Year's and you're anti all of these, you know, maybe not anti, but just not a fan of the socially constructed holidays, mm-hmm. right? The 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 what do you call it? The consumer holidays. This is you know the epitome of a consumer holiday because it was created from consumers. 
You said 10 million people or 10 no. million TVs. No, no, no. Say, no. say the numbers. 10 monies, 10 minutes, 10 minutes. Um, okay. See, 10 minutes? Um, 10 minutes. 2018 Super Bowl uh, game average, not the, I, not, I don't have a percentage, but 103.4 million viewers. Um, which, in America or nationally? Um, in the or, U.S. <laughs> um, That's a lot of individuals. But, which I'm was down 7% from the 2017 Super Bowl. Well, the 2017 was a, a pretty good one. That was down, yo. Yeah. Uh, here we. Well, only part of it. Only the last quarter. Yeah. Okay, but, but still. But see, see, but the thing that I have. But you said hundred. The issues that I have with. Wait, that, wait, wait. This one here, yeah. number hundred ten million. Yeah, something like. That. Okay, so that's that's thirty three percent of America. I didn't even know that, but okay. Because America's at three thirty. Okay. What are you saying? Um. So the thing that. Things like New Year's really don't mean anything it's like oh great we traveled another rotation around the sun guess what nothing's changed you know new year new me We're that's not a changing lie. It. that's You're been around for for thousands right, of right, years right but again at the end of the day it really means nothing and it's just a social gathering somebody had to make a calendar okay but it, okay but the point we, is the end of the day going from here to here on new year's day doesn't mean anything for most people because most people say oh i'm gonna do this about the next day and then the next day they're doing back to the same shit they did the year before right it's, it's what it is is it's oh, right, arbitrary right, well, uh, yeah that's my point it's arbitrary i understand right, right. but but something like the Super Bowl is not arbitrary. It is real. Sixty-six percent of Americans. It is. It is an event. It is real. It happens, right? Yeah. And it's life changing for people. And it's one. Of, I think it's absolutely one of those things that the, the I think city taking off and the city closing business for the parade makes sense. I agree with that. I think that is probably the the best route for thing for things to take. If individual institutions want to. St- you know, cease operations for the subsequent Monday. Sure. But that is such a last minute call making it a federal holiday. What if the Super Bowl was like last year and it absolutely sucks. And it's, it's just like, there's no, there's no, there's no enjoyment. From it's it. more reason some for people, it because some, people are probably I'm already saying, too I'm drunk. People just, I know so many people. I did the same. You turned, turned it off at, at, you know, in the beginning. I didn't of the turn order. it off, but I certainly wasn't paying attention to what was going exactly. on. It was so bad. It, and, I was so disappointed. I I don't I just don't I just don't. No, think I, it I get it. I get where you're coming from. And I unfortunately I don't get where you're coming from. That's, I that's, just it it has been it such has a to, large. It has to be a local. Th- you also decision. have to remember, growing up in the city, football is the city. I so like, that's what I'm saying. It needs to be a to local me, decision. football is integrated into your life. It's not an option. That's fine, and it needs to be a local decision right, if right. that if that happens. Which I, not, I can agree with that. Decision. I can agree with that. Now moving on to the one that's coming up now. What what do we? What do we want to focus on in terms of our takes? Because there's been a lot of, like, it's been just all over uh, the media, you know, for, for, for the last two weeks. Andy Reid. Right? I mean, yeah, we want to talk about Andy Reid. What, what matters to us with the Super Bowl? Andy Reid winning. That's the only thing that matters to me. That'd be sick. I'm emotionally invested. Points being put up on the board on, like, last year. Oh, yeah. That'd be, I think it'll happen this year. I just want to see Andy win. Andy and McCoy. The only two things that matters to me. I didn't want to be emotionally invested in the Super Bowl. I'd love I for Sean McCoy to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, we have we both have special connections to him. Big that was I have Sean, his jersey. I have his pit jersey. I have his Eagles jersey. Well, I had his pit jersey, but then it got too small for me. Uh I think that the Sean McCoy winning a Super Bowl would mean a lot. That would be super cool. To to me. Uh because I I can't think of the the most recent Pittsburgh Panthers player to you know, win a Super Bowl. 
You know he said he's gonna retire. Deion Lewis. Deion Lewis won one. Never mind. Never mind. I, I scratched it. But screw Deion Lewis. Dude should have stayed for another couple of years. Would have been a higher round draft pick. Really? I didn't bit. know that he was. Fit. Yeah, he he came right after McCoy. Uh, RBU, dude. RBU. And James Conner. Yeah, RBU. What I'm saying is that anything that's been talked about about the Super Bowl has already been talked about. What more can we add to the conversation? Not really. We know it's going to be a top defense versus a top offense, right? It's going to be a uh, a run-heavy team with an unproven quarterback versus a defense that didn't have an identity to start out the year and have, you know, second half of the year into the playoffs become fairly stout, you know, and they were able to shut down a Derrick Henry and whoever else is around Derrick Henry, uh, you know, pretty confidently. Who's the worst the quarterback's name again? Ryan, Ryan Tanagod. Goat Hill. Goat Hill. Um, uh, predictions. Yeah, that's it. As I don't really have anything else to say. Uh, I think it's going to be a dogfight. Oof. I know. I know. In my in my previous prediction for the Super Bowl, way back when, a couple weeks ago, I said that it was going to be Niners Titans as as on a win because I thought Derrick Henry was going to be utilized in the second half, but no, he wasn't. And I said that Nick Bosa would win the Super Bowl MVP because he would be the person to shut down, be able to shut down Derrick Henry. Uh, now, that's out the window. Chiefs are winning this. Mahomes, 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 Pat Mahomes is the MVP. Is, it has to be the MVP. Chiefs twice. Jimmy Garoppolo looks like he has a, obviously he has a good first three quarters. Looks competent. Beautiful. Fourth quarter comes. Games, you know, within a possession or two, he starts having to make plays. Dude gets so shaky, he can't hang. Yeah, but that's, like, not true because he's been making plays all year in the fourth quarter. I, I, listen, I, what I saw in the Monday Night Football game against Seattle has, I have not gotten any faith back from that whatsoever. Regardless, I agree. If there's going to be a time to get faith back from it, if he does anything, you know, near to what he should be doing, you know, Sunday, Sunday evening, I, I, I believe in him. But until then, I am not. Kansas City Chiefs. 23. San Francisco 49ers. 17. Oh, you mean scores too? 28 24 Chiefs. 27 24 Chiefs. There you have it. Wow, you're cool. Take Um, it to the bank. Here's what I want to say What do we think is a very. The decisive thing will be? We're all within. What was your score? 20. He said 23 7. We're all within one possession. What's the decisive factor for you? What's what's gonna what's gonna cause it, to, you know, to be this way versus um, the speed of the Chiefs wide receivers versus the Niners secondary? Andy Reid using timeouts in a successful manner. Yes, yes. Andy Reid will use his timeouts in a successful manner. Believe it or not. I also shout out Andy Reid for cha- seemingly he changed his game plan a smidge. He was willing to adjust his game plan. Uh, Against the Titans. Well, when you have Kerman as your quarterback, you can. Exactly, yeah. Do you ever see the thing Tyreek Hill was like, every time he comes to the huddle, I have to laugh because oh he sounds God. like Kerman. So, I, I know it's a joke, but, oh, but man. You got, it's got it. It's, I mean, you got it. You got it. Used to it at some point. That man is going to be the richest man in football sounding like Kermit. He will. Kermit the Frog. Oh, Can you imagine he comes in and gets, all right, double fly route, uh, it's four, three, break. Isn't he's going to be the saying. second richest frog in the country. Unbelievable. Uh, my thing is if they can hold the – if they can, if the if the Chiefs can hold, can force the Niners 
They can force Jimmy Garoppolo to make plays. Because he has not been not been forced to make plays all playoffs. Especially last game. Right? If they can hold that running, you know, back tandem to under three, four yards of carry and force Jimmy G to make plays, especially on third downs, you know, the Chiefs put themselves in a good situation. They're looking good. Yeah. All right. End of the show. We got to wrap things up. We got places to be, all of us. What are we looking forward to in the next week? Flash Penguins tonight. Woo! Oh, me? I just I can't wait till the Pens 3-0 the Flyers tonight, and then and then it's just... 3-0 is the score of the last game when you didn't score any goals. Bam! <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just waiting. It's, it's, um, it's, it's at the pan can tonight, right? I, I, I don't see what could go Super wrong. Super Bowl. Super Bowl? My teams are pretty oh, much. I feel like Don, ever since, I made a comment about this a few weeks ago, or back in, in December, where Don's just so predictable with his things. It's like, oh, I'm excited for, I'm excited for break. Oh, I'm excited for, I'm excited for the Super Bowl. All right, fine. I'm excited for our second real tournament of the season next weekend. Awesome. In Charlotte, North Carolina. That's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for more. Uh, We're taking more the nation by storm. Get ready. You heard it here first. Mamba to you, out. To you, to you. Alrighty. Appreciate y'all listening. If you want to go follow us on our socials at underscore cherry picking, uh, that'd be sick. We'll be back next week in the next couple weeks with new episodes being posted every Saturday morning. And we will have two special episodes coming up in the next month. One, an NBA all-star special with a good friend of mine from, he goes out to Eastern Illinois University. He'll be calling in uh, he's a beat writer as well out there, giving his thoughts about the NBA from his perspective. And we're going to have, like I said before, our buddy coming in for the Jersey Special Edition as well. Uh, we'll be looking forward to those as well. Anyway, thanks for listening. Catch you on the flip side.